Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Kenny, Lady Chow Fung, and Adam, and we're going to watch or talk about Cat vs. Rat, a 1981 Lao Kar Lung film starring Alexander Fu Sheng, Adam Chang, Kara Hui, Gordon Lowe, and Lao Kar Lung. This movie is about a bitter rivalry between a master's disciples that escalates out of control in Lao Kar Lung's whimsical take on seven heroes and five gallants. So... Uh, starting with you, Kenny, what did you think of this movie? I have to be a little bit harsh. I didn't. I, I enjoyed watching the movie, but I don't think it was that good, actually. Just mainly the, the plot of the movie was. It, it was funny for the first 15 minutes that the conflict was, between the cat and the rat was. Um, it was fun for a while, but then it just sort of dragged on and got blown so out of proportion. And the sort of. The mo- I, I never got a feeling for the motivations and the drive of the characters beyond, like, I hate this guy and therefore I must do everything I can to make him as miserable as possible type of thing. And that just didn't really appeal to me. I I, I, I really like the movie in terms of, like, um, the, the choreography, the um, the costume design was really good. That, that really stood out to me. Um, everything was really well put together. It's just I, I think the plot was a bit too weak for my taste. And I'm going to totally agree with Kenny. I think the movie was okay. It's not something that I would watch over and over again. I like the choice of actors, and I like the storyline in that I like the way that it went to a certain point. I think that they just spent way too much time at the beginning on the rivalry between the two students when they could have spent more time developing the story about the emperor and what happened later. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, the, the first half of the movie just goes on for, for so long. And as you say, you're not that invested in this conflict at all. It's like it's it's kind of well done. I'm kind of in, I was kind of enjoying some of the, the fights and so on and, the you know, the choreography. But I just it, it was just the same thing over and over again. And, you know, and but the second half really does pick up. I got more invested in the second half but. It, it uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's a long way to get to that, definitely. Yeah, and, I, and I, I, too, had a very mixed reaction to this film. I, I, I thought some of the stuff, like the, the choreography was really good. I thought that Alexander Fu Sheng's swordplay was really nice. It was, I was actually mm-hmm. very surprised by some of the swordplay scenes with him. And, uh, and, I, and, I, and I like some of the comedy. I like seeing sort of Gordon Liu as the uh, almost buffoonish emperor. Um, but... But like I think I, I had the same issue that a lot of you guys did, which is I was bored a lot of the time, and and I was and and it and it and it just kind of kept losing my. I had to keep sort of reminding myself to stay tuned into the film, and so uh, some something about it just wasn't you know what wasn't immersing me. I maybe if I was in a different mood, it just felt like um, I don't know. My my impression of it was like I, I said this before the podcast, but to me it felt more like a stage show than a movie somehow. Like it just didn't feel, uh, I think kind of getting back to what Kenny was saying, where it was like, well, I just hate this guy because I hate him. And, you know, it was, it wasn't, it, I felt like it could have had a little bit more, uh, you know, depth to some of those those aspects of the plot. A bit like a pantomime, would you say? Yeah, and I mean, granted, you know, it's, it's based on a classic story too. So, I mean... You know, some of it might be that, and I, I haven't read the source material, so I don't know. Uh, but I've seen things that have been based on it that 
I found more entertaining than this one. So, um, but yeah, so I don't know, but, uh, so I guess, you know, we know what we didn't like about it. Were there things that people did like about it that they thought make it worth watching or would you say it's still probably not worth viewing? I like the, um, choreography. I think it's right on par with, um, with Pops's work. So I think it's really a really fun film watching the choreography. All the fight scenes were really good. I feel like too, this would have been a better movie if I was watching it with someone else that was into this kind of movie or we're hanging out, having a good time. That would kind of, cause, cause there is a lot to like in this movie. I mean, I, I, I feel like, it, I feel like I'm glad I watched it cause I, I got stuff out of it, but you know, it's, it's just, if you had, you know, if you had someone you were hanging out with and it was kind of a group activity watching this movie, that would carry you through those moments where you're like, okay, we're, we, we understand the rivalry, you know, you'd have other people hanging out. Then you could get drawn in again when, when things happen again. But so I don't know, I, I think it's worth watching, but with reservations. Yeah, I mean, I, one thing I really liked was just like, it was a very star-studded cast there. For people, yeah, if you recognize the characters, a lot of them um, were very popular in you know in Hong Kong, and to see them all in one movie was a bit, ooh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he did this movie. Um, like you know, the 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 actor for Royal Cat is uh, very famous in um, in in Hong Kong and China, and uh, and this is actually the first movie. I I know he's done lots of movies, but this is actually the first one I've actually seen of his. Um, so I. I, I enjoy that aspect of it, but um, I think the physical humor was on point for, throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did tend to drag out a bit too long, I felt. So uh, one example I can think of is when they first arrived. Also, so uh, after the, 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 they were um, assigned the mission to re- retrieve the um, the Jade Seal, and they were just pulling into the island, and they were fighting on the boat, and there was the whole dangling down from the ropes thing, and, and that whole scene was in my opinion, like 10 minutes longer than it should have been, even though it, it felt like it was, it yeah. felt that yeah, way, even I, if it wasn't yeah. actually that long. Yeah. And that to me felt like television rather than movies too. Like that's, that's, I kept, <laughs> it, it kept reminding me of TV. I watched when I was a kid. Uh, and so I don't know, it just, I, something about those scenes were, uh, I, it just, I, I mean, I like, I, I, I think as far as Lao Kar Lung movies go, this one was like, you know, Normally, I'm 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 really uh, really into them, and this one I found I was just not as into. Um, but speaking of the comedy, what uh, I know I know Lady Chao Fung, you had mentioned that you were getting annoyed at, at uh, Alexander Fu Sheng. So, what? Yeah. At what point did, was it the like... comedy that was doing it, or was it the or was it just some of the stuff that he was doing? I think it was his. I think it was his arrogance and his silliness and um well he wasn't really that silly but just to hate somebody to hate them like kenny had said at the beginning it's i wasn't really invested in their rivalry because i didn't know why they had this rivalry to begin with so just the fact that they hated each other they hate each other and alexander fusheng's character just really was too over the top annoying for me who's very arrogant and very obnoxious i thought by the end of the movie i just wanted to slap him silly um so yeah i didn't like his character 
much. And there, I've seen other movies with the same character that has been done in a completely different way mm. that I liked more than I preferred this version. I felt like there was, like, as far as their motivation went, it seemed pretty clear that both their families were really kind of goading them into this. I feel like in isolation, if these two had just kind of been hanging out, they may not have had that rivalry. But, you know, every time they get go back, you know, they have a, at least one family member on each side who was always on their case about it. But let's get that didn't have anything any that didn't like carry on to the second half of the movie at all. So even though they, they kind of set that up, it didn't go anywhere. So it was still still pretty unfulfilling as far as the overall movie and rat's mom was one of my favorite characters in the movie i thought she was she was one of mine too i liked her i liked her over the topness and it it made me understand why um why yutong was so annoying in the first place um (laughs) so i mean i really enjoyed her but i didn't enjoy him Mm -hmm. i know that's weird she was very charming she was very very charming in that role and he was Mm -hmm. i mean in a way, he was playing the role he was supposed to play, I think, which is he was kind of supposed to be a jerk, and the other guy was supposed to be, like, competent, and, like, like, like the cat kind of deserved what was coming to him, and, and he even, like, was like, hey, like, you know, I'll, I'll try to get united, too, and, and the rest like, no, like, you know, screw you, so, you know, was, um, but, uh, so, so I think it was, you know, but, yeah, I, I but I, I would agree with Adam, though, that I, I thought that the physical comedy stuff early on i really like the very opening scene i liked the physical comedy there i liked the physical comedy uh that appeared in the beginning of the movie it's just that it you know like we said the beginning of the movie is very long and yeah and they and they might emphasize they they emphasize things a number of times that they probably could have got away with doing far far less times Um, yeah i don't think that they needed to continually um each student go back and fight with the Sifu, just to learn a new lesson, it was quite clear that they were pretty evenly matched from the first time each one of them had gone. So if they'd cut the first part a little short, I think it would have been much better. And I also enjoyed the ensemble cast like Kenny, but I wish that some of the um, characters had had more uh, fighting to do to show their fighting skills more. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think Kara Hui got enough fight fight scenes in. I mean, I love her. She's like one of my favorites, and I think she was underutilized in this. And same with um, Wang Long Wei. I, I love him, too, especially as a villain, but um, he just didn't get enough to fight. I mean, he's at the very end of the movie, so well, I'm yeah. not used enough. Yeah, with Kara Hui, when she has the scene with the Emperor where, you know, she almost gets kind of a, a little bit of a fight there. I'm like, oh, cool, she's finally going to get to start doing stuff. And that's like the last time we pretty much see her in the movie. You and know? it's I was just small. Like, oh. And, and yeah. it's noticeable, too, because she really, she's like in full, like she's really playing the role to the hilt when she's there. And yeah. and so you're like, we're really not getting enough of her. Um, mm-hmm. I did, I mean, and again, like the Lao Kar wing fights were I thought those, I, I really did enjoy those, like the the, the scene with the with the uh, the nine ring sword. Um, you know that mm-hmm. was that was a really cool sword play. These were this was a movie when I was watching. I was like, you know, I'd almost rather watch the fight scenes on a highlight reel than <laughs> watch the whole movie because the fight scenes Agreed. were great. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, oh, there's a frustrating thing watching this movie. So much about it was good, and it's like, why am I not enjoying this movie more? I like everyone in it. It's got some really nice choreography, and I'm, but I'm bored. What's what's wrong? <laughs> and I I did like the scene where the uh, where he sort of well, I think the water rat more than more than the rat uh, tricks him into to cutting the master's uh, beard so that he'll beat him up. And by beating him up, he'll, he'll hopefully learn some of the techniques. And so the master's mm-hmm. just venting his anger, you know, just destroying him. And the water rat is saying, you know, he's using like the, the blah, blah, blah fist, memorize it, memorize it. And he's, you know, he's, <laughs> as he's getting pummeled to the ground. I thought that was a funny scene. I, and I liked afterwards how he was all bruised and, you know, he's, he's hiding his face and, it, you know, the, yeah. the, some of, some of the comedy really worked, but, uh, but again, just, it was, I don't know. It was kind of like just slow, and uh, there, there was. I, I really wanted. I, I don't know. I wanted it to go to other places or something. Uh, in the in, and uh, and also, it is a fairly even though, in a sense, the stakes in the movie couldn't be higher. The stakes really did feel quite low. Um, you know, because mm-hmm. well, yeah, you were invested in the characters. I mean, it's like yeah. At the at the end of it, they're under threat of getting the you know the the seal back or getting executed but i'm never i i just didn't care <laughs> well and i didn't i didn't think that gordon Liu's emperor would go through with it like i he, that's he, true that was the other yeah. you know i i just felt like he'd you know he'd, he seemed like a forgiving character um mm-hmm. i did like him as the emperor i thought he, i thought i thought he you know he was fun as that character um mm-hmm. But, uh, well, he was also fun as a sort of like a rural character in Dirty Ho as well, right? He's, yeah, he uh-huh. he, he, he just sort of fits the mold somehow of being like the sort of uh, but I, uh, a person from royalty. <laughs> I liked the running gag though, where he kept talking about his great chingong and like like he was gonna leap in the air and show off his lightness kung uh-huh. fu, and he would get snagged by stuff. And so the and and so I was never really clear: is he like supposed to be? really good or and he's just getting ensnared or is he really bad and that's why he's getting ensnared and uh and so you know i i, I was i was a little curious about that but i think yeah i, think... I got the oh, oh, go ahead. sorry no, I, go ahead. I got the impression that he was um that he was not as good as he thought he was because you know his men were always trying to stop him <laughs> so you know i was yeah. figuring okay he's not as good as he thinks he is so they're going to try to protect him yeah. but yeah that had me wondering too but i wish he had had some actual fights i guess um because mm. i really like seeing gordon Lou fight in movies um and i understand that he's the emperor and you know most emperors aren't that great at the at fighting and so you know to stay in character but i i enjoyed his role and his um his character a lot well and they could have they could have still had him be like he could have been more goofy but still had an action like an action sequence that was elaborate do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you know sort of like the like the opposite of what he did with uh Karahui and in dirty ho like they, they could i'm sure they could have done something um but uh but yeah, I don't know. There, there was very little change of venue in this movie, and I think, uh, if, and one, so like most of the beginning of the film takes place at the same courtyard villa, I think. And uh, at first, I was actually intrigued by that, um, and then it midway through it, they start changing up the the venues a bit, and and there's actually uh, other places that they go to. But one of the things that kind of annoyed me is number one. 
I kind of wanted to either commit to just being in that one spot the whole time or change up the venue more throughout the whole movie. Um, but some of the sets in this were actually kind of like one of the sets I could see that the, the I, like you can always tell it's not a real place. But but the last final scene, I could really, really tell that that was a wall and not sky behind them in the uh, in the final battle. Um, and the rainbow bridge, too. That was the rainbow. Yeah, go on because I know exactly what you're going to say, but go on. (laughs) The perpetual rainbow at the top. Obviously, we knew that that wasn't a real, a real scene. You know, Um, I liked the actual set, though. I thought it was pretty cool, but yeah, you know, it's not real. Well, and also it was so tiny. Like I felt like yes, he came there and he was cramped. like, you know, it is indeed so beautiful, but it felt like so cramped. <laughs> and like, I, I was, I was like, I, I felt like they could have done it a little bit. It could have, it needed some breathing room or something. Um, Cause <laughs> yeah, I, I like couldn't imagine. Had, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, it looked like they had done it on the, um, on the stage of my high school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's how small it was. <laughs> Yeah, like I couldn't imagine the emperor's boat getting in there. There didn't seem to be any any pathway in the river. Um, but that's where the plot does kick in because that's where the guys try to take the jade uh, the jade seal from the emperor and 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 rat ba- basically saves the emperor, but doesn't realize he's really the emperor and and screws up any opportunity that he might have to to obtain a, a, a royal post. And then later in the movie, Cat ends up saving the Emperor from these same same bandits, and and he's appointed to what, is, what does he make him the royal sword bearer or something in the? Uh... He's a royal bodyguard with permission to bear arms in front of the Emperor. Okay, okay. Which is, yeah. And which then, is quite a big deal, I guess, back in those days. And then and then he gives him uh, the royal cat title, right? Like uh, to to write, I presumably to rub it in uh rats nose was my and uh and so then uh rat hatches the scheme to get back at him and undermine his position by stealing the jade from the emperor while he's sleeping and he assembles his his team of rats and they go and sneak in and that's kind of what leads to the finale so the whole sort of conflict it just makes no sense why would you like if you steal the emperor's jade seal who are you going to sell it to yeah. anybody who buys it and is found with it is going to have their entire like nine well, generations think, executed well i think i think what you would do is you would break it up so that it's not identifiable anymore so i, I then it's it's like you're taking an antique bowl and smashing it to pieces just so you can try and sell it but it's still off. raw jade right it's still jade um <laughs> Or, or you know, maybe that maybe there's maybe there's a market for counterfeit jade seals so that you can forge documents or something. Um, I'm sure it's a capital offense. <laughs> well, it's probably yeah, a risky crime. But if you're already stealing r- directly from the emperor's body, then then you're like a very you know. You, you... It, it's sort of un- understandable for why the you know the, the shopkeeper and the um, uh, and the other guy uh and Peel. um like why they were trying to steal oh that's a really valuable looking jade pendant type of thing we'll steal that and we can sell it they could make a, a pretty penny out of that but then you know rat knows exactly you know what that is it is the emperor's seal he signs all the documents for the entire country with this thing i'll just take it and then get caught 
somehow undermine Cat's plan, uh, uh, yeah, give him a fake one to take back to the Emperor, and then I'll present the real one, and the Emperor will forgive me, dismiss Cat, and hire me in his place. That plan was so ridiculous. It just took me out of the movie completely. It's like, what? <laughs> Why? Yeah, that's another thing issue that I had with the whole the whole movie was Rat wasn't that smart to begin with. He's leaning on Water Rat, who obviously is not that smart with all his schemes that go wrong. So it's just like, it was just one miscalculated scheme after another that, and could have ended up in his death. But like you said, I think the emperor was too merciful to actually go through with the beheading on anybody's part. So... But but think of it this way: if he was more effective, there would have been no movie. Like him being him being buffoonish is what gave us those developments. I, of... I was hoping for an actual redemption arc, though. So you know, <laughs> yes. uh, uh, well, yeah, like up to the point where 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 his four brothers betray him. I say that in air quotes. Uh, you know, maybe at that point, if they actually did betray him, that would have been a better movie. Well, that's possible. But they're also working off source material, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know how limited they were by that. Um, I, I don't know. Like source material, source material. <laughs> not not like sometimes source material doesn't make for a good movie. <laughs> and I, I feel like that is one change they could have done to make this a better movie. Okay. Um, I, I mean, agree. I would, well, well, let me ask you this: like because the you you put the uh, the betrayal by the brothers in air quotes, and that was something in the movie that kind of bothered me because. So number one, either. Either he was adapting to his brothers betraying him on the spot and, you know, and was just sort of, you know, uh, working with what he had. Or it seemed to be that he was planning that the whole time, that that was just a, a false, you know, sort of like a feint. And, uh, and, and I was thinking, I was like, that's like a really, really risky maneuver. Like, so I'm going to, like, because he's assuming that, that after his brothers abandon him, that the emperor's not going to just behead him right there, like you, you know, like you were saying, and so, you know, that I don't know, that just seemed really, you know, that that it all hinged on, 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 on that, and I don't know, it just, it just seemed far too risky in my opinion. I was okay with the ridiculous in the plot just because the movie was so comedic. But I, I get where you guys are coming from. But uh, I, I, I could just kind of roll with it. But yeah, these guys are ridiculous. But... Well, it was that one point, though, that bothered me. It was the one thing where they he planned to have them betray and leave. Yeah. That was the yeah. bit where I was like, this is a little bit odd. But, um, but, yeah. but actually, at the end, at, you know, when they... When they sort of had the big battle between you know him and Cat, and the and then they and the scheme is they're gonna he's gonna get back the seal, but it'll be a fake, and he's gonna give it to to uh, to the cat, and then the cat will go before the emperor and be given the fake seal, and you know he'll 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 show up with the real one. And he what I liked about that was they had this whole scene where he's imagining the <laughs> the situation, yes. and he's imagining. Uh, you know, the cat, very out of character, just kind of like, oh, no, I'm, I'm about to die. And, and, and the emperor's, you know, out of character, really, really like, you know, raining, raining hellfire on him. And, and then they have this ridiculous looking uh, executioner. Uh, the, yeah, who's just Weaving chopping incessantly. <laughs> so I thought that that scene really worked for me. Um, 
and you know you knew it was happening and you kind of could predict how the movie would end but i i thought that that scene worked it did yeah i do like that um you know despite everything rat doesn't want to kill cat like they have this sort of long-standing feud but despite that he could just let him be executed and then be like oh i your majesty i found i managed to retrieve the seal now give me honor and all that sort of stuff like he still fought to turn up at the last minute with the real seal to make sure that cat didn't lose his life just get humiliated (laughs) Mm -hmm. but um oh go ahead i'm sorry I was going to say, yeah, it's like he wouldn't know what to do with himself if he didn't have, like, Cat around to keep coming up with schemes to try and humiliate him. You know, I mean, that it's like, oh, well, now I've got the, you know, the Emperor likes me and everything, but, but my life has lost all meaning. So, <laughs> I mean, Cat was being very reasonable throughout the whole movie, I thought. I thought he was, you know, he was not taking yeah, the rivalry beyond an unacceptable level, but Rat was taking it to unacceptable levels at every turn. And and Cat continued to still be fair to his fellow disciple. Uh, you know, at, you know he he seemed he seemed more responsible. I'll put it that way. He seemed like a more responsible person than uh, yeah. than Rat. Yeah, but, I agree with that, and I think that's probably what annoyed me about the character so much is that he's been given every opportunity to kind of let bygones be bygones and to be reasonable about the whole situation, but he doesn't take any opportunity to be reasonable. He's just so over the top with this rivalry that's just so silly. So I saw sort of, we sort of talked about how, you know, we, we don't really get a sense of the motivations between why there is a, a, a rivalry between the two families. But, you know, there, there is other work in literature where we don't, we're not really sure why there is a, a huge feud. I, I don't think it was ever really mentioned in Romeo and Juliet, for example, why the Capulets and the Montagues were feuding. Just like they kill each other on site type of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. We 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 don't need to know all the details, but yeah, being able to get a sense for yeah a, a hint as to why they're fighting. If are they all blacksmiths? Is that why they're comparing swords, for example? And and they all operate weapon shops and they're trying to outdo each other. Are they you know some sort of, some sort of like. Well, none of them were officials, so we can't really say that. Well, that was the whole thing, was the mom wanted to have an official in the family, and and he didn't get that position. The other guy did. And so it was. I think it was largely about... Uh, I mean, my sense was they were fellow students under the same master, and they were both probably the top students, and, and, uh, and there was already this rivalry, and then you had sort of, you know, now, now that one of them is starting to get attention from the emperor and gaining an actual position, you know, that's just... You know that's just too much. So, yeah, but that explains yeah. the second half of the movie. But what explains the first half of the movie? Their rivalry, yeah, the two top students. I got the opinion that they were the only students. <laughs> so one has got to be well, better than the other. The, <laughs> so well, that that I think is the crux of the problem. Is there? I had no sense of what this school was like. Like be. And again, source material, so I'm sure a lot of the audience going in knows the backstory, but like I didn't have a sense of of how the uh you know, like like how many other students the master had, where they were operating, you know, so there there was sort of a lack of context. But again, it was very surreal from the start because they just start out in that big lineup, you know, mm-hmm. sort of the feud is sort of like front and center right away. And I think they were just yeah. kind of cut into the chase. Um but I think 
Yeah, I think Kenny made like an interesting like uh, comparison with Romeo and Juliet because it's like the thing there is like you don't know why they're why they hate each other or why they're fighting, but it really matters. People are getting killed in this fight, and it's like there's stakes, and it. I mean, it's. You know, and it's part of the plot that yeah, there there nobody really seems to know why they're fighting, but it's a fight that matters. Whereas within this, we went through the whole first half of the movie where one of them would one up the other, then the other one would one up the other, and it was just but it never it never seems to matter up till you get to like, you know, the second half where the where the guy gets the official position. I feel like that's why it well, that's why it doesn't work, because you know, there's there's no there's no sting to any of these you know, one-ups that one gets over the other. It's just a thing that happens, and then another thing happens. And if they had told me why there's this big red line drawn down between both houses, maybe I would have understood better (laughs) and why they're not crossing the other. I understand that they're two separate households, but why do you need a big red line between them just because you're two students? It's just, yeah, I need to read the source material. My my assumption when I saw that was that, oh, there's some, like, something happened and somebody's like, okay, like the classic, you know, this is the line and you're not going to cross and I'm not, you know, like that kind of a situation. But, uh, but, um, but, but I will say this, some of the things I did like about the movie were, uh, the, the variety of weapons, which you tend to get in a Lau Kar Lung movie, but I like that they had the rope dart, you know, they, and, and they had a lot of sword play and they had the, the nine ring sword. And I liked the scene with where the master had the calligraphy brush, but it was almost like a, it looked like he was holding a Guan Dao or something. Um, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's painting with like this big, long calligraphy brush. Um, and so there was, you know, there's a lot of really good fight scenes, but, but ultimately it's like I said before, I think, uh, I think it's stuff that I could appreciate on a highlight reel without watching the movie. Um, and that's kind of where the, I think things fall down for me. Yeah, yeah. I think I really appreciated the rope dart scenes because you know I know what a rope dart is, but it's very rare you see them in action in the movie. Mm-hmm. And they did it, they used it quite well here, showing you know how it's actually supposed to be used to tie people up and uh, and and how how the sharp men can jab into things to pull things around and that sort of stuff. And that's good because yeah, for for the uh, the wandering heroes campaign stuff, I tend to use rope darts a lot in everything. <laughs> so, it's good. It's good to have a mental image. <laughs> And 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 I like like there was like a lot of complex stuff going on like they had that and the rope darts those those are uh, from what I understand not easy things to to use um, but they also had the scenes where they were flipping off the roofs and you know just there was all kinds of acrobatics going on in various scenes and you know it had a very Peking opera style. Uh, well, the, the music it. as well was very Peking opera. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was basically Peking opera music to be fair with the beats and the cymbals and the, the yes. clashing noises that going all around. So, so I like that, and that's one of the reasons why I thought, oh, if they're going to do this all at one venue, this might kind of work. But then once – I felt like in a way, like even though I know we're saying the first part was boring, but in a way, if they had stuck in that one place, I think I would have liked the movie better. I don't Because it almost like became a regular movie midway through. Mm-hmm. And up until then, it was sort of this weird, we're just hanging out, and we're in this one place. And it was but almost... the plot couldn't go anywhere in that one one stationary no. place. But I think I almost would have been happier if it didn't. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, well, like I, mean, I don't know. Like, oh, go ahead. I was, I was saying, yeah. It's just the thing is, 
as I said earlier, it's like nothing was escalating there. But it feel, I feel like if they'd stuck in that one place, they'd been able to escalate it. You yeah. know, it's like if things had started to really spiral out of control or something, you know, that one place would have become more interesting. But it's it's just the, the lack that, that that was the real issue for me. But um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. So I I, I just I just re- remember thinking consciously at one point, oh, they're gonna you know he's gonna like see if he can sort of like when somebody's like, okay, I'm going to write a movie about everybody in a room together. Do you know what I mean? It's like you're testing your yeah. writing. I thought, okay, maybe Lau Karlung is like trying to do it all on a Vila and that'll be, you know, I'll stick around for that and see what he does and see where it goes. Um, and, and the effect of having it kind of become like a regular movie midway through, it just created this contrast in my head where I was like, oh no, it should have been going this way the whole time. Do you know what I mean? Like that's, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, so so I, I definitely had some issues with this movie. I think, um, but 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 like Adam was saying, there are so many good things in it too that it's it's really sort of hard to to just come down on it. And yeah, uh, I think it's just for me. It's a case of this is one of those cases where the sum of the the, the parts are lesser than the parts themselves. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I agree. There are a lot of good things. I like the um the costuming of Rat and Cat. Uh, their yeah. little headgears during the movie and everything. <laughs> I I just thought the costumes were pretty cool. I liked um, Kara Hui's costuming too, and the emperor and his men. I they were spectacular. But yeah, it's it's a case where the some of the parts just don't equal a whole. Mm-hmm. Well, and and in this one, I thought this was a, a good example of a movie where it's actually tough to watch because. Uh, you're sort of, it was subbed, and and I found myself really having to go back and forth between the visual gags and the gags that were in the subtitles, and and that I don't know that, and that's not really the fault of the movie. That's just the sort of the nature of a of a, of a subtitled film. But this is one I would have, I think I would have rather have seen it dubbed, so that I didn't have to have that that tension where because there's so many visual gags in it, so much of the comedy is fis- visual, um, but it's accompanied by by line gags too so i felt like it would have made more sense if i was hearing it while i was watching it but um but yeah so i don't know any any other thoughts on this one before we uh before we head out oh i just thought an interesting fact is i think that um the character the, the actor an actress who plays the mother um Lydia Shum uh, was actually together with Adam Chang at this point in time. Hmm. So oh. with, 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 the, with the actor that plays Kat. Oh, they, they were, were dating? They, they were dating at that time, yeah. And they were actually married in like 85 um, for three wow, years. Wow, interesting. Yeah, I didn't know about that. She she passed away, I think, in 2008. Yeah, 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 she did. It's just one of those interesting things that I'm facing. I did a quick Google and yeah, they, they were dating for... <laughs> Um, this would have been like their eighth year together or something like that at that point. Okay, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, she she was great. I I really liked her character, and I thought that I don't know. I kind of I think we could have had more of her in the movie, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like I think I that, think so too. Like like her accompanying the rat uh, on some of his voyages beyond the uh, beyond the beyond the walls of the villa would have been fine by me. Um. Because I thought that he and her had really good chemistry, um, 
And uh, and yeah, and again, I thought, it, yeah, the, the physical performances and all that stuff were fine. It was just something in the overall thing. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I don't know. Any any other thoughts? Uh, if you're a uh, Fusheng fan and you really like him, I think you should at least watch this once. I know a lot of Fusheng fans who love this movie, and I I don't see it, but you know I'm not a big fan of his, so. Yeah, and I guess another thing to point out too is, is one of the one of the interesting things about this movie is it's set during the Song Dynasty, so it's kind of got that, uh, you know, that 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 more period vibe to it, and and so it's interesting to see you know Lao Karlung operating in that period. Um, you know, like he didn't, I think, I think eight diagram pole fighter was also that period, but I like, I like, that's a good time for costumes. And so I think, you know, this is sort of ties in with what, uh, Lady Chow Fung was saying about the costumes before, but on the, on the Alexander Fushung thing, I think, I, I feel like his performance was really, really good in this. Like, I feel like he is like, he was doing stuff that I didn't know he could do in this movie that I hadn't seen in other movies is, um, so I I thought that he was really sort of on point with the physical comedy. I could sort of see where he mugs it up a lot. He's kind of you know who he's like he's like um, who's the actor from Nacho Libre? Um, uh, Jack Black. Jack Black. And I don't know why I picked Nacho Libre of all his movies. <laughs> yeah, I, know. But, but, that was, I hesitated. I'm like, what an odd. Jack it's Black like the most, It's the pretty. worst possible one to pick. But uh, <laughs> but my, my my brain has deteriorated so much with age that. Uh, it was the only one I could draw on, but, but he mugs it up a lot for the camera and people kind of either really like his comedy or they really don't. And I think Alexander Fushung has a similar effect on people because he, he really sort of, he has these faces he makes in front of the camera and they either work for you or they do not. And, Mm -hmm. and this movie has them in spades. So, (laughs) but in some instances they do work for me, like in, um, Shaolin Temple when he's with Chai Kuan Chun mm-hmm. and he tells him they're he's asking Fu Sheng is asking Chai Kuan Chun to be his teacher and you know Chai Kuan Chun explains the rules of Shaolin Temple and he goes some friend and he just makes this face <laughs> and it's really funny but here it's just like I don't know I just couldn't get with it okay all right well he's in I would say he's in full Alexander Fu Sheng mode in this movie so it's like constant do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so like there are times when maybe it isn't even required of him to be doing it and he's doing it. Um, but, uh, but, but I thought, but, but his physical performance in this is what really, oh, yeah, it was really great. got me. And the timing, the timing on like some of his movements when, like when he was trying to emphasize a point, it was really good. Um, and, and it really made me wonder, I was like, man, if he had, if he had lived, you know, a little longer, like how, how good would he have gotten? Because, because like you can see, with a lot of these actors, you can see the progress. And I feel like this was, um, this was very, I don't know, very high level physical performance from him. Um, but, uh, like there were only like in all these movies, I'm always looking for like when the, when the movement looks too slow or sloppy or whatever. And there were very few of those in this movie at all for me. Um, so, so yeah, so I don't know, but, uh, you know, any, any other thoughts from anyone before, before I head out? All right, so uh, we think we're going to do House of Traps next week. Uh, We'll talk about it after the podcast and confirm, but but likely we'll be doing that because it's same source material and there's some similarities. 
Um, and and uh, me and Adam, I think, will be on tomorrow with some Babylon 5. And I'm sure we have other things planned that I'm just forgetting at the moment. So, uh, so we will be back on later. And until then, we will talk to you soon. <laughs>